Ultra. Hello and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Two Towers, one perfectly graceful elven extra at a time. Oh my gosh. I'm Norman Mitchell. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And back with us today is Rick and Julia Ingham from Mad Max Minute. Hello. Hey. Hello. And today we're talking about Minute 173, which starts with an elf being shoved off a wall and ends with a tree beard turning away from the camera. But right after that elf gets shoved off the wall, we see him fall. To his death, to ostensibly. It, into a crowd of orcs. And he is the return of the Wilhelm scream. Mm-hmm. And the shot of him coming at the camera with all four limbs flailing. flailing. <laughs> with the, like he's trying to swim away from danger. Elves can't fly. Well, he's going to try. And he makes that incredible noise that I love so, so much. <laughs> I love the Wilhelm scream. <laughs> One thing that I've always missed before actually taking a really close look at this stretch of minutes is that he didn't fall. He was thrown. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I feel like that's why he's really flailing. He's like, I wasn't stabbed. I wasn't slashed. I was just picked why up and tossed. Why is this happening? <laughs> you know, I'm not even supposed to be here today. Oh. Nobody tosses an elf. <laughs> Apparently they do. <laughs> get tossed oh my gosh I've always had an issue with an elf making this noise as you said a couple weeks ago it was very ungainly or it last is. week it was very ungainly noise it is but he's not the only wonderfully graceful elven extra yeah that's true there's the the one that gets hit in the hit in the chest or the face and turns around directly into the camera yeah, from a few inches away. Blood mm-hmm. on his face. <laughs> so good. Uh, I love watching I, I love watching battles like this. I never feel like I have a lot to talk about, but then I just pick out individual things and I'm just like, what the heck is this? You know, if they wanted to include a Wilhelm scream in this movie, they could have done one during the during the warg attack, where you could have one of the mounted orcs shoot an arrow at a guy from Rohan mm-hmm. and they could do a direct homage to the charge at Feather River with a guy from Rohan being shot in the leg while on horseback and then do the Wilhelm Looks scream. down at the arrow and makes the Wilhelm scream. <laughs> it would have made a lot more sense than this. Oh man, what is it from? Does an elf make it in Fellowship too? Because that happens in the prologue. The Wilhelm scream. I think it's a man of Gondor in the, okay. in the prologue, but I'm not 100% sure. That was a long time ago. Yes, that was over 300 episodes ago. <laughs> that was over 3,000 years ago. <laughs> in the first age. Well, not the first age. At the whatever. end of the second age. Whatever. The looking down at the, the arrow in the leg thing, there is a specific moment from something that I'm trying to remember. I think it's Ace Ventura Pet Detective. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Where he gets shot in the leg, and he just looks down at it for like five seconds, silently holding in like a scream, and then he gets and then he gets shot again. There's just it's just a really vivid visual in my mind whenever I think of someone getting hit in the leg with an arrow. Just, just Jim Carrey as Ace Ventura, just like. Well, if 
we're talking about people looking down at arrows stuck in them. Uh, why didn't this come up when Boromir was dying? I don't know. <laughs> because he gets shot in the chest. He gets shot multiple times in multiple places. It's all in the it's the all in the chest region. region. It's just around his heart, but never a kill shot. Lars didn't show up for target practice that day. Yeah. He just didn't want to break Boromir's heart. Oh. He didn't want to be to blame. That's right. And give love a bad name. <laughs> My goodness. Excellent. Uh, references. But yeah, man, I, I love trying to pick out extras doing silly things in battles. But what's even better is one of your main characters is being silly. Yes. Oh, Gimli. <laughs> we have a lot of um, heroic Aragorn shots in this minute. Just yeah. chopping through orcs. Literally chopping an orc's leg off below the knee. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love leading up to the leg chop where Aragorn has just taken out a berserker and then this other orc just leaps off the ladder and tackles Aragorn to the crowd. And then he's like, oh, oh gotta get myself up. <laughs> no. Just gonna, just gonna take your leg. I want you to sweep the leg, Johnny. <laughs> Would Aragorn be in Cobra Kai? I think he's too good of a person. Oh my god. He's too good of a person. Oh Boromir would be in Cobra Kai. No! <laughs> <laughs> That'd be your final match. In, in, oh. It'd be Boromir and Aragorn. That, that'd be your deal. Okay. Here's my pitch for the Amazon Lord of the Rings series. Okay. All right. It's basically the Karate Kid, but Danny Russo is Aragorn and Mr. Miyagi is Gandalf. <laughs> I'd watch that. I'd watch that. Gandalf is always having Aragorn brush Sadofax. He's like, Mr. Gandalf, I don't understand how this is going to teach me to be a better fighter. (laughs) Shut up and brush the horse. (laughs) (laughs) Gandalf holds out a moth and he's like, you have to catch the moth from my hand and Aragorn is always too slow. Which which is even more comical comical because moths are incredibly easy to catch in your hands. (laughs) (laughs) And what's funny is because Gandalf is holding the moth that an eagle shows up, be like, hey, are, are you calling me? Yeah. Are, are you summoning me? I keep getting all these messages. What's going on? I'm just trying to teach this kid to fight. <laughs> and the eagle's like, I know a few things. And then it's like the montage from Hercules, but it's an eagle instead of the Pegasus. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> so, is Gandalf played by Danny DeVito yes, in this perfect. situation? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> And oh, what is Arwen his name? What's his name? The, what, um, the Seder? Yeah. Phil? Phil. Yeah, he's Phil. Phil. Philatides. <laughs> and then Arwen is the Meg character, and she's hanging out with centaurs <laughs> and whatnot. I'm a damsel. I'm in distress. <laughs> I got this handled. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, Sa- Sauron shows up in the Hades yes. role. He's just <laughs> a, Instead of a giant blue flame, it's a giant red flame. He doesn't even have a head. It's just it's a just flaming the eye. eye on a body. <laughs> Just floating around. <laughs> but just on a body with the toga, just exactly as it is. Just no head, just a flaming eye, no neck. Just so, floating. So who are pain and panic? And he's got a he's got a big collar in the shape of the top of Baradur. <laughs> pain and panic would definitely have to be orcs. Well it's just Lurtz and the cancer faced orc. <laughs> yeah, there you but go. Lurtz is loyal to Saruman. That's true. That's right. So like, Lurtz is a murder toddler. The mouth of Sauron. It's the mouth of Sauron and, and uh, Parrot Chompy. Parrot Chompy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Coming this fall to Amazon. 
Hercules. Sort of. <laughs> Lord of the Rings? Lord of the Hercules. <laughs> Lord of the Rings with a question mark. <laughs> I just want to see Danny DeVito as Gandalf now. <laughs> Return of the King? <laughs> the Two Towers? So it's, it's Danny DeVito... As his character in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. As, as Gandalf. Gandalf. <laughs> Danny DeVito as Frank as Gandalf. <laughs> Just wearing this big fake beard. No, oh no, no, no. So Danny DeVito as Frank as both Mary and Pippin. <laughs> Just all the hobbits played by Danny DeVito. <laughs> no, specifically, it's Danny DeVito as Frank as Mary and Pippin oh because he's the schemer. God. <laughs> Or, you know, alternatively, the Hobbits are just the crew from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, yes, absolutely. And then Gandalf is Danny DeVito. <laughs> yes, that's that's accurate. I haven't even watched a lot of that show, and that's accurate. And the, or- and the orcs are just all played by the McPoyles. <laughs> <laughs> this is gold, dude. We shouldn't record Charlie this. Charlie Day is Frodo. No, Charlie Day is Mary. Well, this is all explaining why the Amazon series is going to be so dang expensive because right? they're getting all these big names to play the characters. No, no, no. Ma- Mary and Pippin are the brother and sister. Oh, okay. And then Frodo and Sam are, are Charlie and the other one, <laughs> whose name I can't remember right now. Mac, Charlie and Mac oh are Frodo and Sam. <laughs> That's more fun. Oh my goodness! Because there's an episode where Charlie already gets stuck in a tunnel oh. and almost dies. He goes crazy. <laughs> But yeah. Gimli, back to right. <laughs> I was going to talk about Gimli. Yeah, that was quite a journey. <laughs> that's that's what I do. I go. Yeah, that's that's kind of our thing. <laughs> I go, I go way off somewhere because my brain is a rabbit hole of references. And... One one might call it an unexpected journey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a long expected journey. A long. <laughs> How did we get on this subject? Did... Oh, <laughs> you you looking... asked if Aragorn <laughs> would be in Cobra Kai. <laughs> That's yeah, right. Rick, remember this was all... And away we Aragorn went. was just getting a... Aragorn was getting a leg up on the competition here. Yep. <laughs> Gimli does something in this minute that is at once incredibly silly in a way that is just more of the movie kind of disrespecting Gimli. But the legs? Also, oh, also, I also makes me laugh so, so hard when he slides between the guy's legs... One, it looks absolutely ridiculous the way that it looks like a mannequin slid into place from <laughs> off camera, like it's being dragged by a rope that you can't see just between this this stuntman's legs. And then we just look down at him. He's like, ha ha ha! And he smashes the guy in the stomach with his axe. I love that this move is so uniquely dwarven. No man, no elf would ever think to do this, mm-hmm. but only a dwarf would throw himself between the legs of this six and a half foot tall just murder meat puppet <laughs> and with a wild look in his eyes think I'm gonna cut this sucker in half <laughs> this marionette of death it's <laughs> <laughs> murder meat puppet <laughs> well it's not like he can like best them in one-on-one combat but he clearly can he does so later in this minute well I mean because there's an element of surprise like he rolled really well on his yeah. like stealth or whatever i've got two already (laughs) he's so proud i love that he's like his first person to tell this to is not aragorn it's legolas he's he's so excited i've got two 
I have 17. Just, what? Ah, <laughs> uh, this is not a good comparison, you guys, because Legolas has ranged right, attacks. Right, he had a head start. He started start. killing dudes, like, he started killing dudes on Monday. Not it's fair. Wednesday now. Apples and oranges, folks. <laughs> also, 17, Legolas, you're slacking. I know. Yeah. I've, I know I've brought this up, I don't know, a dozen times, but just that one second clip in Amonhen. Yes. <laughs> Where he just takes out, like, 20 orcs. He kills at least 10. <laughs> just, what is going on, Legolas? You're slacking today. He's just warming up. He's just, he's just getting He doesn't loose. want to steal the thunder of the other elves. <laughs> right? Haldir's over here like, I've got 12. And he's like, aw, bless. <laughs> Good job, Haldir. <laughs> Gambling hears them comparing numbers of kills, and Gambling's like, I've killed 40. <laughs> is there some sort of rivalry between Lothlorien and Mirkwood? Oh gosh, there has to be. Yeah, there's got to be. Because I could see I could see Legolas being like, "Okay, I know all these Lothlorien guys showed up. They got an ego about them. I probably don't want to make them look too bad, so I'll rein it in." But you know what? Lothlorien is Meanwhile, probably Haldir's just owning. <laughs> Lothlorien is probably unaware of this feud because Thranduil just thinks that Galadriel is ostentatious. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I'll not have her besting me at my own game. Right? Thrand- <laughs> Thranduil's just mad that Galadriel is so far above other elves. They have, like, every hundred years, they have, like, a picnic. And they show up for, like, a, a friendly soccer game or something. And, and, and they show up wearing the same yeah. thing. <laughs> well, one of us is going to have to go back to the woods and change. And Galadriel's just like, all I own are white dresses. <laughs> Thranduil's like, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I bet Thranduil is the type of guy who will send a missive to Galadriel in the later months of the year and be like, it's after Labor Day. (laughs) Why are you still wearing light? (laughs) And Galadriel's there just sipping on a pumpkin spice latte being like, ugh. Can you believe this guy? (laughs) She's got her hair in a messy bun, wearing some sunglasses, (laughs) sipping a pumpkin spice latte. And she's not even in the white dress. She's just, like, wearing pajamas. No, no, she has to be in the white dress. Because the white dress is comfortable. Yeah. It's true. It's so breathable. It's all lacy and flowy. That's why Gandalf went to her. Yeah. It's just like, I need something that says that I'm respectable, but I want to be comfortable. <laughs> I need something to make a statement, but not too much of a statement. She's like, oh, I, mean, I got the perfect thing. I don't need a, I don't need a prismatic robe or anything. <laughs> Like, I want to be Gandalf the White. I just don't want to be Gandalf the White. <laughs> like, I want to be a bit more subtle, more understated. Like, oh, it's Gandalf the White. <laughs> That's what I'm going for. And Galadriel's like, I hear you. I got you. <laughs> I got just the thing. <laughs> Gandalf the White, not Gandalf the White. Yeah, I, that's great. Man, I'm just I'm just hearing that in that makeover voice from, like, the Discovery Channel. Oh, I'm hearing it in the um, costume designer from The Incredibles. <laughs> Just Edna Mode. Edna yeah. Mode. Oh, she would hate that Gandalf wears right? a cape. No capes. Well, does it count as a cape? It's technically a cloak. That's a good point. It comes off. I think she would still have a problem with it. Well, her reason... Because they're just impractical. Yeah. Yeah. You know, The Incredibles is ostensibly a children's movie. And during the no capes montage... <laughs> A man is killed by a jet turbine. <laughs> it's fine. It's animated. It's fine. He is sucked into a jet engine like a bird. 
<laughs> what is this? The pilot to Lost? Oh, no. Oh. I imagine that that is a horrible way to die. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it would be so bad. It'd I guess fast. it all depends on what direction you go into it. If you go in head first. You come out the other side a fine then, red mist. No. Then you die pretty quick as soon as it like hits your neck. Mm-hmm. You're done. But if you go in feet first, you're alive until your whole body gets chewed up. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. awesome. Welcome to this episode of Willow. <laughs> oh, <Blend>. no. <laughs> Today, our blender of choice is an Urukai Berserker, and our material is elves. They're <laughs> carrying the latest Ninja Brand sword. <laughs> Now all I can imagine is a ninja trying to be stealthy, carrying a five-foot-long blade with foot-long spikes at the I end. I mean, I've played a rogue with a greatsword in D&D before. How? It doesn't affect your stealth. You're just carrying it around. That's stupid. <laughs> a rogue with a 16 strength carrying around a greatsword. It's oh a good time. <laughs> Every time someone brings up playing a rogue in D&D, I remember my rogue cleric who would sneak up behind people and lay on hands. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> Inflict serious wounds. <laughs> Someone would be damaged, and all of a sudden they feel this weird hand at their back, and they're like, oh, what what is that? Oh, surprise healing. (laughs) Surprise healing. Surprise. For double the effect. (laughs) When you're high enough level, though, you can just sneak up behind your enemy and cast harm. It's like, ah, take 100 damage. Oh, my gosh. Toasted. So Gimli shouts, no pointy ears outscoring me. Is that racist? Yes. Probably. Yes. Probably. Because my notes just say, that's racist. (laughs) That's racist. See, exactly. That's why I'm just like, why would he know any Elvish? So I, uh, role-playing games, uh, I have also, I also have played quite a lot of Shadowrun, which is like urban sci-fi fantasy magic comes back to the world. A bunch of people turn into elves and orcs and dwarves and stuff. And in the book, because it's supposed to be like urban gang warfare, urban fantasy, there's slurs for all the non-human races. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. Which includes things for elves as pointy ear, knife ear. That's... Keebler. Keebler? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Keebler. (laughs) That's horrible. Pointy ear. Yeah, that's very derogatory. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm going to refer to you by a part of your anatomy you can't change. Horribly denigrating to you. Thanks, Gimli. Thanks, Gimli. It's not like, it, but you know, it's not like it's not like Legolas hasn't spent the last twenty minutes calling Gimli short in various ways. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're short. You have pointy ears. I'm a little disappointed he used pointy ear and not knife ear because knife ear is one of those terms that is used a lot in the Dragon Age video game yeah. series. As a derogatory term against the elves, and I would have been like, oh, Dragon Age. Like, as far as terms like that go, I kind of like knife ear. It doesn't sound it doesn't sound as derogatory immediately. It's just something about the word pointy. Yeah, some, like pointy is like making light of it, but like a knife is a weapon. Mm-hmm. The hobbits have pointed ears as well. Yeah. So like I don't know. How is that right. exclusive to elves? I dwarves, guess. Dwarves dwarves and men are round ears, and elves and hobbits are pointy, and orcs are pointy ears. But he loves the hobbits. He does. He d- he just loves their tenacious spirits. He loves those wee belts. Their wee belts. Their wee belts. <laughs> One of their wee belts. <laughs> yeah, but heaven help them if they ever get into a killing competition with Gimli. Right? When they're way out of their element. They would just hide. 
You're way out of your element. He wouldn't be able to see them. <laughs> they just throw on their. their I can just imagine. Gip. Gimli shouts across the battlefield, Mary, two already. And Mary's like, I've been hiding. <laughs> I hit one in the face with a rock. Please don't call attention to me. <laughs> he crawls out from underneath a horse. Oh, no. <laughs> Quiet down, Gimli. I'm trying to have second breakfast. He's got a little campfire on the edge of the battle. That's good. That's good. Takes another bite of sausage. They're following in Bilbo's footsteps. Just, Mary just really sarcastically. I've killed ten! And takes a bite of sausage. <laughs> Although, let's be real. Given how Mary is behaving this week, it would probably be Pippin who's being very flippant about the whole thing. Yeah, Mary would actually kill a dude. Yeah, right now, like, Mary Mary is ready to stab a bitch. Like, he's just... Well, he, and that's next minute. Yeah, we're, we, we're gonna we get, get there. We get Treebeard. Yeah, this minute ends with Treebeard. It's just... nice to, like, take a step back from this battle. Mm-hmm. Apparently that didn't test well with test audiences to, like, intercut Treebeard into the middle of this battle like this. Oh. Some people were irritated by it. And Peter Jackson in the commentary is like, that was kind of the point. <laughs> That's the point. <laughs> yeah, we want to pull you away from it so you're worried about what's happening in the battle because right. it's a very tense thing. So we want to pull you out of it and then throw you back in. I mean, that's just, like, a dramatic irony kind of thing, right? Like, yeah. these ends are just chilling. Yeah. And meanwhile, Gimli's over here killing. <laughs> meanwhile, Treebeard... I guess Gimli's not just killing; he's chopping Urukai in the crotch. Yes. The one on the ladder that he hits with the pole of his axe is like Middle Earth's funniest home videos. <laughs> as as John Reese Davies puts it in the commentaries, the gonads. The gonads. <laughs> <laughs> but in the, in his accent, it's much much more pleasant and also hilarious. It's much more posh. Yes. The gonads. That's not the first time Gimli's hit a dude in the crotch. Definitely not. I don't think. I'm just trying to remember. I think that's a core tenet of Gimli's battle strategy. Yeah, there's a lot of um, low blows, I feel. If I hit them in the crotch, their head will get closer to my axe. <laughs> yeah. They'll bring their pretty face down. You here. call them low blows, but I think to Gimli, they're just <laughs> blows. That is true. He's like four feet tall. He's just going to take advantage of, of his eye line. Six and a half feet tall. That's so tall. I mean, we know someone who's six foot four. Yeah, I know. That's so Two tall. Two inches taller and not lanky. Yeah, like bulky. Hmm. Guys in full body latex prosthetics. And armor. And armor. Well, no, helmets and yeah, loincloths. Some of the archive have armor. But not the berserkers. They're in full body, like full body latex suits mm. with like dentures and painted gums and all the, the full deal. And these helmets that look like they horribly limit their vision. They only need to see straight. Just swing. We don't care if you hit each other. Yeah. They can't even see. There's human blood in their eyes. Yeah. He's freaking out. They're like they're like cats hopping up on too much catnip. They're just running around like <laughs> oh, all <no>. wild. <laughs> don't know what they're doing anymore. Just like digging at the carpet. They have a taste for human blood. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man. Gimli is just... Gimli would be on Cobra Kai. He's like, fight dirty. You mean win. <laughs> They sweep the legs. That's the only thing I can reach. <laughs> Why wouldn't I? Perfect. Turns around and looks at his coach. Two already. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and meanwhile, like Les and Aragorn just have their hands in their 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 hand, faces in their hands. Just. <sighs> I appreciate that Legolas has finally found a sweet spot between two ladders where he can just kill one, kill another, kill one, kill another, and the 
orcs are so staggered climbing the ladder that he has time to mm-hmm. turn to either side. Yeah. How convenient for him. There's like the shots of the Urkai climbing the ladders and pulling elves off the wall the with the CG orcs and stuff. It holds up fairly well. I actually think it looks pretty good. Where specifically? Just when you when oh, you're looking general? at the wall from the other side uh-huh. and the orcs are just like pulling elves down off the wall near the end of the minute. Oh, okay. Like you see one just reach over and yank an elf off the wall. <laughs> All digital shots and for the most part they they look pretty good, better than some of the other CG in these movies. Yeah. The stuff that the with the the massive engine, this mass combat program that they wrote all looks pretty good. The darkness helps. Yeah, being like the darkness and the blue light. Yeah. Which it doesn't really dwell on it either. So they talk about the lighting in Helm's Deep a good amount in the commentary for a little while. I guess that they, Andrew Lesney, the director of photography, was very specific about the way he wanted the scene lit, so it was, so it was easy for the the post production to really match everything mm-hmm. when they went in to touch everything up, because he was very meticulous about his lighting on set. He really wanted the blue backlight in pretty much everything. Yeah, because it was, what, three months of night shoots? Yeah, three months of night shoots. And Speaking of the lighting, are we supposed to believe that there's like a full moon on this night? Because obviously everything's going to be blue so that we can see what's going on. But for the people in the battle itself, is it pitch black? I mean, it would have to be, right? There's just lightning. It's pouring rain sometimes. There are some torches on the battlements, but they're, like, behind them. But have you noticed how there's, like, no rain on the battle on the wall? But there's rain outside yeah, the, the wall? Yeah, the rain stopped by now. That is weird. But then we see Thaden again, and it's raining again. Yeah. Well, it's a big battle. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> they're on the rain line. There, but not raining over there. The rain line has to be somewhere. But it's just a thing that I think is it, that stands out to me. And I mean, they call it out in the commentary, but it's something I've always noticed about this battle, is that it's not raining where Aragorn, Gimli, and Legolas are. But they're wet. But they're wet. But it's not raining where they are. But it's raining in other places. Aragorn is just so badass that there is, like, a ray of light shining down There's on him. A ray, the full moon is just shining chosen, on Aragorn. The chosen heir of Gondor. <laughs> Punching through the clouds. <laughs> like he's All Might or something. <laughs> I was going to say, like, Jesus, but okay. <laughs> I'm just thinking about, like, punching at the sky and oh. all the clouds part. Which has happened in two anime recently. In, in footage. Oh One gosh. Punch Man and My Hero Academia. <laughs> yeah. There's got to be something somewhere of, like, Superman doing that in a comic book, but oh, I can't I'm think sure. of one. But thanks for joining us today, guys. Yeah. Oh, thank you for having us again. Yeah. Our guests today are from Mad Max Minute, so... If you, movies by Minute to your thing, you should check them out. And you can also check out all the other Dueling Genre Movies by Minute podcasts. Rocky Minute, Clerks Minute, or Jane Silent Bob Minute. Yeah, Clerks Minute is the other one. Yeah, it's it's Rocky Minute, Jane How Silent Bob Minute, <laughs> Spider-Man Minute, Back to the Future Minute, Ferris Bueller Minute, Harry Potter Minute. Cornetto's coming Cornetto's back coming back week. very soon. So, there's a bunch of them. Go check out all those movies, Movies by Minute's goodies. Mm-hmm. And we'll be back tomorrow to keep talking about, well, Treebeard this time. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye.
bruh.